Colby, how you doing, man? Good, good. How's it going? Good, man. Good. Welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm. This is my first podcast. Like, if we just like, oh man. Oh I'm man. Mess up so many things. Well, we can't. We're so excited that it's <laughs> so your first much. podcast. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is really exciting. A lot of um, really awesome things is coming from this show, and I feel like, yeah, just just a lot of firsts, which is really exciting for awesome. the career. So awesome. Now, what we like to do is introduce you to the listeners and kind of talk about how you got started in the, in the industry and how, like, you just wanted to get started and over in New Zealand right now, right? Yeah, yeah, over right in Auckland. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about how you got started. What made you want to start acting? Right, yeah. So, um, well, it all started about uh, 12 years ago, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was kind of a late bloomer talking about kind of you know, finding your hobby or whatever like that. I grew up in a family of all women and all these women, um, my whole family are cops. And, you know, if on their, you know, growing up, they all played sports. So I'm kind of the black sheep, but kind of like the opposite of the black sheep of the family. (laughs) Um, You know, and so growing up, they were always, they kind of tried everything, putting me in a lot of sports. And if it wasn't sports, it was like gymnastics or, Mm. you know, I tried ice skating for a day. Like there were so many things, but (laughs) I know how amazing I could have been like the next Michelle Kwan, but uh, unfortunately I'm not. (laughs) Um, no. And so it kind of just, nothing really ever clicked. And then, um, uh, I got re my mom got remarried and I moved to, um, a new junior high school. Didn't have any friends. Like I was kind of just, um, kind of learning a lot about myself at the age of like 13. And I made a friend and, and she was like, Hey, you know, are you going to audition for the school musical Mm -hmm. seven brides for seven brothers? Oh, nice. And I was like, no, that's stupid. Like (laughs) stupid people do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I just was in my own little thing. So anyway, but for some reason she convinced me to do it. And obviously it was meant to happen. So, um, I auditioned and I got the preacher. How amazing. There's like 14 lead men and I got the 15th lead role (laughs) back then. So, um, no, but it was super fun. And, and it was just junior high, seventh grade. And um, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, musical theater is really prevalent there. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has a really big audience for it. And so just from there, it kind of just escalated. Like the next big thing, I auditioned for Peter Pan at some community theater show. And <laughs> through a really awful audition, you know, I didn't know anything that I was doing. I was literally just winging everything. And for some some reason, I got cast in that. And um, the the choreographer, she was like, she was just interested in me. And she was like, hey, I have like kind of this dance company slash musical theater group Mm -hmm. that I would be really interested in you joining. And so I joined that and I was in a dance company for eight years. And that's kind of where the only reason I bring that up is because it actually ended up influencing a lot of my stunt work now. Yeah. Like being able to move around and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have been cast if I, if it hadn't been for that. So anyway, I was really brought up in the theater side of, of acting and I was doing that for a really long time, mm-hmm. uh, as a hobby, but it was, it was my, the number one priority in my life, even though, you know, so anyway, I went to high school, everything was great and yeah. And then I decided to go to college and I, but I was like, it was such a weird thing. Cause I, I said to myself, you know, you can't make a living as an actor. You can't make a living. You know, I was always about security and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. Like how funny. Like, <laughs> oh, wow, like yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. I know. Amazing. So I wanted to be a physician's assistant. And I was like, cause I don't think I could have done all the years of college for being a doctor, but yeah. I did want to do it. And I could have like got my master's. So I was like, okay, I can do that. 
So I was going to school for that, but I was also minoring in theater. Um, I chose to go to Westminster College. It's a little private liberal arts college in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, very nice. But I decided to go there because my agent was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I, I got into uh, film acting when I was 17. So anyway, it was kind of just progressing from there. And then long story short, I got to my fourth year in college and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I actually feel like I can do this. Like, I just felt confident in my acting finally oh, that nice. I was like, oh, I could make a career from this. Yeah. Man, so that's... then from there, in 2016, I graduated with my Bachelor of Fine Arts in acting. Mm-hmm. And and then from there, I spent a year in Salt Lake City, Utah, which actually a lot of great, um, well, a lot of great things come through there because I think it's just um, inexpensive to film. Mm-hmm, in yeah. Salt Lake, so um, and then we have Sundance Film Fest, and right. so anyway, Andy Mack, which is the biggest, I think, the biggest television show on Disney Channel right now, mm-hmm. um, kind of chose to ha- have Salt Lake City be their home for that television show. So I got into season one as a guest star, nice. and as one episode. But yeah, it was like a nice, just little like getting into these big shows just by being, you know, living in Salt Lake right. and not being in LA. And then Deidre and Lainey rob a train on Netflix. It's a Netflix original mm-hmm. um, produced by Susan Cartsonis, who did What Women Want mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Anyway, um, she she cast me in that as as a nice little supporting role. Then that film went to Sundance. And so it was a lot of firsts for me just living in Salt Lake City. And then but though that gave me the confidence to then move out to um, move out to L.A., which was in October of 2017. Yeah. And I was in Salt Lake for, no, I was in Los Angeles for seven months. And then I got the audition for Power Rangers in April. So it's been a year. And then from there, just training and gosh, here we are now. Man, that's so epic. So it's kind of crazy. Sorry, I just gave you the whole run. No, you're good. You're good. That's awesome because that gives us like less questions. You're awesome at storytelling, man. (laughs) Yeah. And what what I love is it's so diverse because we have so many different uh, celebrities come on and actors come on and and it's really interesting to hear how everybody got involved some people just know from the get-go this is what they want but i always find it interesting with, with like yourself when you kind of fall into it like wasn't even on the radar but once it was you kind of realized wait a fell minute in love yeah, yeah I, I can do this i kind of like this and it's always interesting to hear people go that route into yeah. it um yeah and doing yeah. research for for this interview we saw that you booked a one-way ticket to los angeles man that is awesome just taking that leap and like yeah, having full faith you. in your ability yeah, it was, um, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I try to, at least I think that I'm smart about the business side of it. So yeah. like I said, it was just going to kind of, I got a manager the first time I went to out to LA just to visit and she, I smart. got yeah. three meetings right off the bat and she was like, I'll take you. And I was like, I won't be back. And this was in March of 2017. I said, I won't be able to move until at least October. Cause I had a prior commitment. Right. Right. And she was like, she's like, I'll sign you. She's like, I'll wait. So, you know, it was just all these really positives that were happening. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm just going to do it. And I have the most supportive family um, I I could ever ask for. And so it was just all these like kind of just positives. And I was like, let's do it, you know, and then and this just happened to I mean, I feel like I have a lot of groundwork, like I've been doing this for a really long time. I feel like it's very deserving. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, people go to L.A. and you just don't know or it takes a long time. So I am I am one I'm 100 percent thankful and grateful to be where I am right now. And smooth transition. You brought up the the family and being so so, because that was my next question. It's like, okay, it's a whole family of cops. Right. Like, was (laughs) there? there any pressure to be a cop and what did they think when you spring hey i'm gonna be an actor on them but it's good to hear that they're supportive so right right right. well uh, it's actually it's the opposite of what anyone would think and i have never thought about it until maybe even this question but you know like in in the movies or something like that um which is ironic but um (laughs) in the movies it's kind of like you know a whole family of cops you would think or whatever like the the cliche 
plot line is that they would not support me and I have to prove myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, um, like I'm an only child and my family's really small. Like I have, I have two aunts and three cousins and my grandma and that's us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and I know. Right. And my grandpa was kind of my father figure before he passed away. Mm-hmm. But it was like, besides that, like we're just small. And so I don't know if it was that, that it was just kind of like, you know, Colby's going to do his own thing. I don't know what happened, but it just, I started doing my thing and they were supported from day one. And maybe it was just because they were happy I found something or, you know, like maybe it was just, I don't know what it was, but I never felt the pressure to become a cop. And my grandpa was sheriff. Like it's kind of funny. Like they were all really heavily involved, Yeah. but no, it was, I don't know. I don't know. And, and you know, I'm, I'm the one kind of out here, you know, doing stuff. And now they're all kind of freaking out. They're like, Oh my gosh, are we going to be able to go anywhere without the pop? I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is dramatic. I'm, right. not, <laughs> I'm not like, you know, I'm not Jake Gyllenhaal or something. Walking right. Around. So it's, um, well, you do no, know one thing question. Yeah. You do know one thing for sure. You have a free bodyguard anytime you need it. <laughs> right. Like, Security is not yeah. a problem. <laughs> right. right. I know my, I was just FaceTiming my aunt and she was like, She's like, have you ever like wanted to move, use your moves on like somebody random or something? And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not gonna like fight somebody just because I do it on TV. Right. But sometimes you're like, sometimes you're like, dang, like maybe I'll maybe I'll try it one time, see if it actually works. You know, the <laughs> yeah. moves that we go through in practice. Uh, so did you find learning all of the stuff for for the 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 martial arts easier because of the dance background? Did that play into it a lot, or was it was it just oh shit, this is totally different? Uh, how, how did right. that all play out? Yeah, that's such an awesome question. I love talking about it. You know, it has been a really interesting journey. So, I mean, growing up dancing, obviously, it's a different kind of move. And I've never, I mean, I, I took a boxing class once, you know, like for exercise and stuff like that. But I wasn't ever, didn't really ever learn the maneuvering and how to actually move your body. Right. And now you're on television where it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, you know, filming something is very different than just doing it. You know, you have to make sure it's perfect and then right. you're playing the camera. I mean, so many things come with it. Yeah. So, the hard part, I think, where it got into, I mean, jumping right into it, I was one of the worst. Like, no lie. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, I was I was part of this class, and, and what they did is they, the, the audition process was very different, I think, than other other audition processes, mm-hmm. but um, we went in, and they were like, I mean, we'll talk about that in a second if we do end up talking about the audition process, but... Um, the part of, part of it was that, um, the producer was like, I need you to go train for a month before the next callback. Oh, wow. And so then we went and trained for a month and then came back and presented what we had trained with. Yeah. And then we did it a second time. He's like, great. I want to see you at the screen test, but it's in a month. Go train more, Shit. you know? And so, oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Sorry. It just, uh, went out. So anyway, um, so it was, it was just really intense and I had never done anything like that before. And it was like, you know, you're waking up at 6am and going and fighting until 9am and doing these private lessons with this guy who was a power ranger back you know, 10 years ago or something. Oh, nice. And he, I mean, it was just super intense and I just had never used my body in that way. I had never thrown a punch before I had never. And like I said, now you have to do it like not actually real for a camera and you have mm-hmm. to act like you're punching somebody. Right. And so it was just, it was just hard at the beginning. And then from there, but I mean, I felt like I always tell the cast, I'm like, oh, if you only saw my first audition video, that <laughs> right? I, sent like, it in, I, would, I went in and I presented whatever that without any training. And they said, let's see what you got. Mm-hmm. And it was just so embarrassing. Like I, I had never done anything like that, but I wanted to prove that I could look like a yellow belt or something like believable. <laughs> right. So I like YouTubed a yellow belt routine oh, like, nice. presentation and it's super slow. Like, oh my gosh, it was a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know hilarious. how they saw something in me, but they did. And so 
um, yeah, from there it was it was just um, it was just overwhelming. And then when I got cast as Blaze, who is the number one cadet at the at Grid Battle Force, if you guys know the kind of the plot line. Yeah, we checked and it out. It was when we were yes, good. So when we were training, you know, they're like, no pressure, but you have to be the best out of everybody. Here. Right. You're like, and oh. I was definitely the worst. <laughs> like Liana, who plays Roxy, she had trained at this gym for five months. Oh, wow. I mean, five years. What am I saying? Five years before. Oh, like wow. she was super good. And then like Jacqueline and, and they were all picking up super quickly and they're super amazing. So then I, it was a lot of pressure. Yeah. But sorry, I always, I'm always going to answer the question long, I think. So no, you're, you're fine. fine. <laughs> but, I do uh, have, I do have a question though, because I do want to talk about the audition process a little bit because we do have a lot of listeners that are trying to break into the industry. And so we, yes. we like to use the podcast for, for, you know, a learning tool, if you will. And what I found interesting, uh, explain a little bit because you said, that they made you go train before you come back for the callback. Now, did they pay for the training or did you have to do that on your own on the hopes that yeah. when you came back, you were going to get the callback? How did that go down? It was out of pocket. Wow. Which out of pocket. Was yeah. Very crazy. Yeah. Like I, it was a lot like, and, and I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, you, it was just a gamble, mm -hmm. but I was, I just told myself, also, the biggest thing was I was like, I'm learning a lot from this experience. Right. So if I didn't get cast, I would continue to train. And now I can be potentially in action movies. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it wasn't ever like there wasn't ever like something I wasn't going to gain from it, right. Right. which is really exciting. But if we're talking about, you know, the listeners listening to this, it's hard because one, there were so many people in that room training mm -hmm. and there were so many friends that I made that we didn't get cast like and it was just out of pocket like. You know, the private lessons, I mean, it could get up to $500, like, sure, for an oof. hour. Yeah. And it's like, you just got to do it. And and so I told myself, I was like, well, if I work hard enough, maybe this will pay off. Mm. And obviously, like I said, in and in the end, what am I going to gain? Still all the education from stunts exactly. and learning how to maneuver this way. Wow, that's So that's, that's kind of awesome. what I was telling myself in the process. But, yeah, it was all out of pocket. Power Rangers did pay for the first class which um the first class with everyone it wasn't a private and mm -hmm. then they contributed um a small amount to a to a third oh to any sort of private class but it was just the whatever small amount it wasn't for the full right. thing so gotcha. not saying i'm not i'm not um grateful for that it was super nice for them to do that for the first class but for me somebody that hadn't done it at all i went every day for right. two months to this class yeah you gotta do so what it you was gotta something do. that needed to happen more than just one but yeah. some of us only trained once and then they got cast so you know it just depends like I just needed that. But, you know, that was my own kind of experience. Well, but it was, it was think, still um, really amazing. I think one of the reasons that, I, you know, you, you probably ended up getting cast and, and what I think is really important for the listeners who are listening is your attitude, the positivity, yeah. because you went into the whole thing with, even if I don't get cast, I'm going to get, I'm going to gain something exactly. out of this. And that, that, I think that's the difference in attitude about people who make it and people who don't is the people who realize that while I might not get this, I'm going to gain enough from it to get something else, or I'm going to progress in my career by learning. And I think that's the attitude that a lot of people who don't make it don't have. So kudos to that, man. I, I think that's the right Thank way you. to approach everything. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such a tough thing. Like, I mean, obviously, I have a lot of friends that are actors, and it's it's hard to, I mean, you sit down and vent it all out because this is such an unconventional career, and things just sometimes aren't fair. And it's just, it's so subjective to so many different things that 
you're not in control of as compared to getting, you know, a desk job. Like it's just different. So, but, but learning how to really morph your mentality where you, you know, you, you got to stay positive or like, what, what are you going to do? Like be negative for your whole career. Like I, I love this job so much and I love storytelling so much that little things you just kind of put aside and you're like, you know, like, what do you, what do you do? Like you can't, you're not in control of anything. Like I talked to the producer, um, this is not, um, discounting anything. It's just always an edit. Like, it's always fun to hear how, why, how you got cast, blah, blah. But a huge thing that he said too, for the listeners as well, is he was like, well, um, when you're casting a very diverse cast, he's like, your unique thing is that you are blonde. He's like, if you think about it, casting, you know what I mean? Casting of Asian descent. And then in, there's the first Indian Ranger and then, uh, you know, uh, Rory D. Travis black. And mm-hmm. it's like, but everyone has dark hair. So he, to me, he was like, you and Jacqueline were white and blonde. And he's like, we needed that diversity. So, um, even for the listeners, like know what, what makes you different and really utilize right. that. Cause I, I was dying my hair when I moved to Los Angeles Brown. Cause I was like, everybody has brown hair and that's yeah. what's cool. And then, you know, and then you realize you're like, what am I doing? Like, and then for some reason I happened to be blonde back then. And you know, I had cut out all my dye hair and I ended up, you know, like what if I was still dying my hair, I might've not got cast. Right. So it's like, be the hardest working person, you know, and be able to take no, like it's nothing because, um, one time a person said to me, they said, our job is auditioning and the bonus is getting cast. Absolutely. So it's not, exactly. you know, it's, we audition and that's what we do and we don't get it. And it's not personal. It really isn't, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't work your, your hardest and harder than everybody else. Cause I think that's one thing that made me stand out. See, I, I, two things that jumped out at me right there, because we talk about this all the time on the show with other guests as well, is how this industry is literally an industry built on rejection. Yeah. And you have to be able to yeah. take no, yeah. like like you said, like anything else. Yeah. Just no, and it doesn't mean anything they, you move on. They compare on. themselves to personal or, uh, professional auditioners. auditioners. Yeah. Exactly. And the other thing that jumped out right there is uh, what I really loved was know what makes you different, what makes you, you know, you're, you stand out. I think that's great advice because we see so many people try to conform. And I, I love hearing somebody say, no, no, don't do that. Find what makes you unique and use that. Yeah. I think that's great advice. Yeah, and it's so hard because, you know, you obviously, like I have a friend and she knows this and I, I love her to death. But she is like, she's like, I want to do whatever I want with my hair. I, like my career does not own my hair. I want to do whatever. Okay. You know, and so it's yeah. like I admire, but see that then there's things that it's like, you also need to know what your what like how to be smart about the business. And I always right. give her crap every time. I'm like, okay, but you're gonna get put in this typecast and you don't want that. Exactly. Like, I don't care. You know, so it's funny. But there's some things that you do have to sacrifice mm-hmm. for your career, but like anything else, I think, you know. And so sometimes I'm like, you know, this is what I gotta do and this is what I gotta do. Right. But at the same time, like know what makes you happy and know, you know, know what you are the best at and and Definitely. hone that. So it's a fine balance between you know, this, this sacrifice for any career that you would want to go far in and, but also knowing how to stay true to yourself, I guess. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, That's absolutely. a great piece of advice. <laughs> I, I gotta tell it, it's refreshing to hear someone so young yeah. ha- have the, such a, a head on their shoulders. Seriously. I, I, I can't tell how many times in just this interview, interview you've said, know the business side, yeah. approach the business side, work, study. It's nice and refreshing to hear people your age say that, you yeah. know, I mean, it, it it's, it gives me hope. Yeah, the younger <laughs> generation. That the younger Thank generation you. is good. It's, it's, it's yeah. Good. Well, and it's hard because you know, like me going to me going to college. All I did was just learn how to break down my barriers and actually right. learn how to act. You know, 
But that's four years of learning how, you know, what's my objective and my tactics and stuff like that. But one thing that is really hard is that we aren't really taught the business side. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have, I've been thrown so many firsts, like I keep mentioning at the beginning of the interview, like also good and bad firsts, you know, you, yeah. you show up and, and you got to learn how to, you know, you have to learn how to hire what CPA you want to get. And I'm, you know, I'm 25 and I'm like, I don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I didn't even know what that was. And then they throw a publicist at you and you're like, okay, but you're expected to do this. And, you know, um, there's a lot of crazy things that people don't tell you about the business, but I would challenge everybody to just strive to learn more outside of acting as well, because I think that's how you can make a successful career, but you have to be kind of an entrepreneur. Like you have to really, I feel like I'm doing the business side way more than the acting side. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was interviewed for uh, Creed 2. And he uh, said this really profound thing that really stood out to me. And somebody was like, just talking about him being an actor. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's funny because the only time I ever act is between action and cut. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and that's it. Like, how many times do we do that a day? Even if we're, you know, and then when we're not working, almost never. Like, what other things are we doing as an actor that you can make yourself a businessman or woman, right. you know? So it's... um it's just something that I don't think a lot of people, the work that goes into it. But if you do that work, you will succeed because there's so many people out there that aren't doing that work. And, Definitely. you know, I don't know. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of people out there that aren't willing to work that hard. But if yeah. you do, 100%, it'll, it'll work out for you. Yeah, so. definitely. We've had so many guests come on the show that talk about in between takes, they, they're behind the camera learning like the cinematography. They're by the producers learning the yes. producing side. I'm, is there any other job in the entertainment industry that you would like to uh learn and perfect that oh my gosh you guys' questions are awesome um yes actually probably too much you know watching <laughs> the directors i feel I've that always uh, yeah right so when i started getting into film and started really critiquing um it was always the acting obviously you know i was always mm-hmm. critiquing acting well now the acting is so second nature i feel like i've been doing it for so long right that now i'm always focusing on cinematography actually now that you bring it up nice. or scoring or, you know, it's always it's always so many different things now. And mm-hmm. now I love that. I'm always like, oh, my gosh, look at this shot. I'm, I'm dying. Yes. You know, it's so good. Yes. And I'm always – and I actually – that's funny you bring that up because I really, I really do that. I Usually when I go back, I obviously want to check my performance, make sure I'm, I'm happy of with course, it. Of course, of course. But also at the same time, it's like, you guys, look at the coloring of this. Right. It's insane, <laughs> you know? And so they're probably like, Colby, go back to your mark. Like, what are you doing, you know? Like, right. Like, stick to your job. <laughs> No, but it's so, um, I'm just learning so much, but also with that, you learn so much about, you know, like if you're learning about it, how they do, I don't even know, like a snap zoom dolly shot or something like that, you know how to, you know, you know where they want the reaction to Mm -hmm. be after they, after they zoom, you know, for this, you know, so it's, it only benefits you as the actor knowing, you know, from what the cinematographer is doing or what you know, you know, I guess scoring, like how would they score this piece of, you know, where would they put the piece of music or something? But to answer your question, I would love to do so many things. It's probably overwhelming. Now, do you you find yourself doing that also like as a viewer, as a fan? I I totally get as an actor, you're like learning the different things, you know, where, you you know, where they want you to, but uh, working on several films myself over the last couple decades. And, and yeah, cause I don't know if you know our background, but we're in production as well. And, um, now I find myself when I go watch, movies or tv shows i'm i'm critiquing like oh look i can see the boom or right. oh shit you know how they did that shot yeah. let me tell you how they did exactly i can't watch it normal anymore exactly. you know you're like ah too oh, much flair <laughs> yes never like my my whole family like i can't tell you every day 
they're like, I hate you so much for making me see film how you see it now because right. I'm out loud. <laughs> yes. so, and I'm like, I'm like, like my mom loves Hallmark. Like, oh my gosh, she loves the Hallmark movies. And I was in one. I'm not criticizing anything, but the acting can tend to be um, not the best. And so I'm always, sometimes I'm like, mom, why do you watch this? Like, look how bad, look at their reaction or you know what I mean? Or something. Yeah. Not discount any actors. I love them. Like I literally have so many friends that I did this Hallmark movie with, but sometimes they're just acting isn't the best. Not all the time. Sure. But anyway, it's like, it's just so funny. And so, um, but yeah. And now like last night, this is so funny that you guys bring this up because I literally sat down and I put a movie on and I just was sitting and watching it. Um, I had a really long day yesterday with my mom. She's visiting in New Zealand. And so, uh, we sat down and like put on a movie and she, she turned to me and she's like, so who are you watching this movie? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, what character are you studying right now? And I was like, Mom, I'm just watching. The I'm movie. just watching the <laughs> movie. Still, I'm always doing that. That's so hilarious. Like, Why are you watching this show? Oh, because I'm studying this teen boy that I would want to play in the future. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's like, so I don't know. I always am doing that. So it's just funny. Sometimes you're just like, I just want to sit and watch a movie, but it's so hard to do that because you instant critic. But it's our job. Like it's, exactly. I don't know. That's why I always say it's our job. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what type of movie do you like to watch? Like, what type of movies that are about to come out do you want to go see? Oh my gosh. It's so hard to say. I feel like so much changes, especially the more you get into the business and you just appreciate everybody's hard work. Yeah, you know I mean? honestly. Like, now you know you're like, even even when you hear like, oh, Power Rangers, it's a kid's show or something, like all the work that gets put in and, and then getting to watch like the premiere and it's like, dang, like good things can come from, you know, you might hear people whispering off in the corner or whatever you don't know, but um, everybody's hard work is so amazing it uh, is. to watch. And, and so, uh, but to answer your question, like, I really wanted to go see Alita, but also it's mm. like the the motion capture and the the action. I'm yeah. obsessed with action right now because it's so fun yeah. to be like, dang, you know, like I watched Fallout not too long ago, yeah. Mission right. Impossible, and I was like, what is this? Like, this is insane. This is all I want to do. Yeah. You know, like it's so fun to do that those action sequences. Definitely, and um, really awesome. Season two for the listeners, anyone watching my season, uh, season two has a lot more of me doing my fights awesome. um, without the helmet on, which yeah. is really cool. They, they've really, uh, trusted that they're like, you know, that let's have him do it. Yeah. And so it's been really fun to kind of do all that, but I don't know. I feel like I'm all over the place. I just like artsy, artsy stuff, you I know, not you. necessarily so conventional, but something that, um, is original. And the great thing about that is there's a lot of original art out there right yeah, now honestly. Um, on Netflix or HBO or like even in you yes. know, theaters, it's really exciting. Uh, yeah. we're, I mean, I feel like we're the same way. I mean, we're getting ready to head out the door after the interview and go see uh, Captain Marvel, but then we're watching Roma and yes. we're, like, we're like all over the map. You exactly. know, I, I want to watch the artsy film, but I want to see Cap Captain Marvel kick ass also. So, you know. Oh my gosh. And you know, it's going to be so good. I want to see it so bad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So we got to ask, New Z what are you doing over in New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys know we're filming here, correct? Oh, no, we did not. Are you filming the show there? Oh, my gosh, yeah. So um, Power Rangers awesome. has been filming in New Zealand for 16 years now. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. I know, right? So um, I See? think, you know, I think it's maybe it's inexpensive to to kind of have residents here for, yeah. the, for the franchise or something. But they've been doing it here and it works. And it really fits well, actually, for the kind of like the environment in yeah. the filming. You know, it's, it's something different that the viewers are, you know, it's exciting. 
Sure. And um, so, yeah, they've been filming here for a really long time. And so, but yeah, they, they fly us out and we're out here for nine months filming two seasons straight. So wow, it, it's kind of, yeah, and it's kind of, like I said, unconventional. I keep saying that. But with this process, it's kind of been different than any other process I think I have done or will do potentially. And so, but it's been really awesome because I've just been immersed in, in it all, you know, yeah. and it's, they, they cast eight core uh, cast members out of Los Angeles and they flew us all out September 10th oh, nice. of last year. And so we were here, we filmed season one and then went on a Christmas hiatus, went back home mm-hmm. and then we got back in January and we're here until the end of May. Oh, very so nice. yeah. So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And then we go back and, and we're done filming. They do two seasons every like theme, I guess you will. Mm-hmm. So Beast more for season one, two, and then they'll move on and do it in 2022 and 23. Yeah. But, um, dropping yeah, some knowledge. I had no idea. I had no idea it was filmed there. So it's always fun to, so you learn something exactly. every week on the show. It's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you guys do this. You're like, Absolutely. Oh, wait, exactly. <laughs> we learn so much from so many different people. And of course, what we like to do at the end of every interview is leave our up-and-comers with a piece of advice. What advice would you give everybody trying to break into the industry? What pitfalls would you say to try to avoid and things of that nature? Oh, my gosh. That's such an overwhelming question. Right? I feel like there's <laughs> the so pressure much, is you know, on. Like it, it Right. Always. Um, well, it might just go back to what I was kind of talking about is I, I feel like my the piece of advice I end up saying to everybody is be the hardest working person, you know. Yes. Um, I know I am like I don't I, I maybe know I have a friend. She's a she's a body positive influencer on Instagram and mm-hmm. she her and her husband are killing it right now. And I would say maybe they're the other people that I know work as hard as I do. Mm-hmm. Besides that, like I, I don't know any other people that work as hard as I do. And I know that's I don't want that to sound conceited. It's just confident that I'm like, I know the work that I put in will pay off. Yeah. And just work hard. But it has to be efficient. Yeah. And I would say find those find those resources that you do, whether you start maybe it's people getting ready to start into the industry, mm-hmm. you know, go get an agent. If you can't get an agent, do a do a student film. Yeah. You know, you don't have a demo reel. Don't wait for the material. Make your own. Make like your own. for my first demo reel that I took to LA, like I took a scene of movies that I knew that were good at writing. Mm-hmm. Like I took a movie uh, for a scene that Jake Gyllenhaal did in Love and Other Drugs. Mm-hmm. And I I right, exactly. Like something I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this kind of rom com thing. Yeah. And I like wore like a sports jersey because I might get cast in like a sport. You know what I mean? Like you gotta really you gotta morph that image into yeah, what you gotta you be want the part to get the cast in and show them. Exactly. But don't wait for that. Exactly. And I don't think you you know create those opportunities learn 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 like put yourself into those you know like like i said you know you want to get into stunts i might go home and be a stuntman on my on the side Mm -hmm. you know go and take a stunt class if you don't know ask around meet people but don't just do it ingenuinely i think it's also really hard because you know um for some reason i always talk to people in la and they're like oh my gosh you're so genuine and i'm like that's so sad that that's not a thing that's just normal you know (laughs) come on now so it's like be a genuine person don't try to use anybody because we don't need to use people to get where we need to go like i don't i didn't have to use anybody to get here i just made genuine friends and then they're gonna look out for me and they're like hey i know you're looking for an agent did you know you could do this you know so i would i would definitely say just just work efficiently but work super hard. Um, Bill Gates did not take a day off in his 20s. That's what he said. And I love that quote. You know, it's like, don't take a day off. 
and it, it's good. Know what you need to do, you know, stay physically fit if yep. that's what you need to do. Like it's, I just, I work a lot for my career, but I know it'll pay off eventually. And I know then I'll get calls for, for, Hey, do you want to audition for this? And I don't need to stress as much, but Absolutely. right now I'm young and right. this is what we got to do. We got to put in that foundational work. So right. yep. I don't think you can end it any better. No, than that, that. Is, that, I was mean, that was fantastic great, man. advice, man. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Like seriously, it is, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. It's so refreshing to hear somebody yeah. so young have it together Honestly. the way that, and genuine is absolutely the way to go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, open invite, man. Yeah, anytime you want to come back and chat about what you got going on, or, I mean, open invites. Yes, really have me back, blast. please. Of course, of yes, course, thank man. thank you, thank you. Always willing to share. Yes, awesome. And you know it's the day and age of social media, so if you have any social media handles, might as well throw them out now. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, um, oh my gosh, uh, Instagram, Colby James Strong, um, and then Twitter, Colby J Strong, I think, because I couldn't put all the characters. How lame. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, follow along if you want to follow along the journey. I feel like um, the cast... With the Hasbro era, because it's a new era, Hasbro yeah. owns. Um, it's pre- previously the past 26 years been owned by um, Haim Saban. Mm-hmm. So it's a new era of Power Rangers. I feel like a lot of great things are going to come from it. So to the listeners, to you guys, whoever wants to follow along, I feel like the cast is, is doing a great job sharing the, the kind of what's going on. And, and um, we're, having a, we're having a blast. So awesome. come follow if you want to. Awesome. We'll be sure to share all of your links, all of your pages everywhere. So we'll be make sure to send you some followers. <laughs> you guys, hell yeah. You guys are the best. Oh, Thank man. you so much you too, for man. having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Take care, and we'll be in touch soon, bud. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon. All awesome. right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.